The Home Show with Tom Tynan podcast is made possible thanks to our partners like Ideal Roofing, installing quality material and quality workmanship. I'm a hard-working man, working man, working man, working man. Good morning, Houston. It's time for the sport of home improvements. I can ride rope, a hammer and paint, do things with my hands that most men can't. I'm a hard-working man. Welcome to Home Show Radio. Save money, save time with Houston's home improvement leader for 36 years. Here's Tom Tynan. And we continue on with hour number two of Home Show Radio. Call me, 281-833-3333. That's 281-833-3333. And we will talk today about your home improvements, what you want to talk about. That's what we do here. So... We have open lines. You won't have to wait long. Sundays are always quieter. And it is tax-free weekend, which is, it seems kind of like it's only for school supplies and shoes. <laughs> so if you need some shoes and school supplies, it's definitely worth going to get. Besides that, I don't know what else. It's not like you can go buy a, a new car or something. But <laughs> you can buy shoes. Shoot, car, shoes, same thing. All right, call me, 281-833-3333. Let's get back to the calls. Let's talk to jeff jeff you're on home show radio okay so i'm buying two uh 45 foot cargo containers that i'm gonna i'm gonna eventually uh put on a lot up in the uh, country yeah uh, it's gonna be on my a lake house kind of thing so and i don't want to put them on the ground i don't want to put them on a slab i want to put them you know because of flood issues so would you put that on like which is better, concrete pillars or like uh, metal beam pillars? Or does it really matter? How high do you want to go? Well, I don't really know. Maybe four foot or so. Well, you know. better know. Somebody's got to know. How high do you want to go? Well, I'm not doing it tomorrow. I'm just in the planning stage. Okay. Well, okay. You said about four feet. So let's, let's go with four feet or more. Uh, okay. Maybe you go five feet. Maybe you go three and a half feet. Whatever the case may be. I would, if it was me, I would put them on sauna tubes, which is concrete, uh, and they have the it's they're they're cardboard forms that you peel off afterwards, and they peel off like a uh, you know those biscuits you buy. Those things are awesome, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, easier know, to work them. with. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would do. They just fill them with concrete, and then and you steel. Go, right? You'll have a steel. Now you, you're probably. I, I don't know how your soil is, but you might have to dig down and put a pad, and with some steel sticking out of it, and then put those things on top and take your steel through it, and then uh, just go ahead and fill them, and then you can backfill with dirt all around it. So all you see is the little round uh, concrete uh, thing coming out of the ground. So is there some type of pad they put over the top of that? I mean, like a rubber pad or I guess everything, no, it, it all depends. No, usually if you're going to uh, bolt it, I don't know how your connection is going to be right now, and I can't design the whole thing, but yeah, it would usually be a piece of pressure-treated lumber uh, okay, and a termite shield. So your termites, although you're pretty high up, you probably don't have to worry about termite shields being four feet. Well, termites don't need—they uh, don't need metal anyway, so or concrete. So I'm not really worried about that. Yeah, I didn't much. think of that. They are metal, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, I'm thinking of regular house detail. Unless they're really bad beam. termites. <laughs> yeah, really. 
but then so, no. Usually, what you do is you separate. But that's metal. You probably could just put it right to it, and you know, have an anchor bolt and just somehow bolt it down so it doesn't blow away, even though they're heavy as can be. I mean, and I know everything lasts last a long time, but would there be any issues of sweating between the concrete and metal that would would cause that to rust or or don't worry about it? I wouldn't worry about it, but yeah, there's going to be a little sweating certain certain times of year. Let, let's let's face this. You are living in a beer can. So it's not just that connection. It's the whole thing is metal. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you've ever drank a beer outside, I have many, many times. That's uh, yeah, why, yeah. And that's why we used to, and we had money at radio stations, give away koozies to people uh, because it keeps it from sweating. So if you don't want it to sweat, you insulate metal. Oh yeah, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have yes. It's good. Yes, I agree. No, with I that. mean you'd have to oh. insulate on the outside, and I doubt yeah. you're gonna do that. Yeah. You're gonna insulate on the inside. I don't think you're doing the outside, are you? Well, I was thinking about maybe uh, doing some kind of bedline sprayer and then painting over oh. that. Well, then no, then you won't have any sweating at all. No. All I you want to do is you don't like want. I said, it's gonna outlive me, but I was just kind <laughs> yes, of. Yes, it will. Thinking, actually, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of weird about that, so I thought, I'm okay, not, we'll just do it this way. I, I'm not sure how old you are, but I know just about everything in the world's going to outlive me at this point. Well, but, I'm about your age, so there. Okay, well then, yeah, we don't. It's not that hard to outlive us right now. <laughs> but exactly. As far, exactly. As far as that goes, it's if you keep the air from touching the metal, you will get no sweating. So if you're going to do a bed liner okay. or something, that it'll never touch the metal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sir. Well, I'll, I uh, definitely appreciate your advice once again, and uh, have a blessed day, and let your family have be blessed too. Thank you. Uh, goes with everybody who's listening. Same back at you and, and everybody else. So we appreciate that. And sweating is an issue with all kinds of stuff. So it's just going to happen, especially when you get in the humidity. Tell you if you don't like to sweat, go to Arizona. Then you just kind of drop like a prune. <laughs> uh, you can tell people from that part of the world. They're all wrinkly. All right, call me, 281-833-3333. We had a conversation yesterday with a uh, gentleman who found out he's got a long crack in his drain line. And they were he was getting $20,000 bids to go under tunnel way under the house, because way under the house, and it would have to be uh, replaced. Schedule 40, which is a PVC, it's a plastic-type material, uh, um, polyvinyl chloride is what it stands for. But there is a, a, a system out there. It's a cast-in-place repair system that can be done without having to tunnel. Now, I don't know if he's going to be a total candidate for it. I suspect he will be. But only one company out there has it. So only one company can answer that question. That would be the company that would do it. And it's TDT. They're the same company that have the ACE Duraflow system which is a system that renews all those old galvanized pipes and makes them better than new. So you have no more uh, pinhole leak springing, all that rusty debris in there is gone, and it's really just full water pressure again and brand-new pipes, in fact, quite frankly, better than new because the water never touches the metal anymore. TDT has the capabilities of doing that. So if you can get by with that, and when I say get by, get that system put in, it's going to last as long as you need it to last. It just kind of goes back to the last conversation. You know, uh, uh, Ace Duraflow, the, the pipe renewal, 
that's a 75-year life expanse. You know, most people don't live to be 75. Uh, it's right at that cusp of, of, of the life expectancy of a human in, in the United States, which for men have gone down two years. I think we're down to 71 right now because of our food supply and the chemicals put in it. Uh, but you just don't know, uh, you know, how long you'll be, but uh, you don't have to worry about it this time. Not with a fix like that, because it's a, it, you know, there's the word permanent can, it comes in a lot of different forms. Permanent doesn't mean till the end of time, whenever that is, although it depends whose time it is. Anyway, it's TDT. I'm going to get off of that morbid road of, of longevity of life. Uh, TDT is there for you right now because when you want something fixed, you want it fixed quickly. You don't want it to interrupt your life too much. And you, if it pays less, if it costs less and you pay less, that's best. So there's no doubt about that too. So whether it's an in-cast drain line repair or an ACE DuraFlow pipeline repair, which is your supply side under pressure, there's one company in town. You say, why only one? Why can't I bid this out to five companies? I work for a college. They want five bids on everything, three bids on everything, quotes, quotes, quotes. Well, sometimes there's only one company that does it, and then we have to go and get approval on that. Well, I'm giving you my approval right now is nobody else has it. They have a proprietary uh, uh, lock on this, and they're the only company in Houston that can do it. That's why other companies can't offer it, and that's why a lot of other companies badmouth it, and they shouldn't because it's unfair, but they'll lose business if they don't. That's TDT. Why gamble on your home improvement projects? Play it smart. Go with the experts Tom trusts. Select professionals who've qualified to be a certified home show pro. Cutting edge tile removal. Certified dust-free tile removal with no messy cleanup. Arcosa Crushed Concrete, formerly Cherry Companies. Paying you for recycling your concrete and asphalt while making Houston a greener place every day. McGrath Pest Control, the only pest control you'll ever need. Because they think like a bug. Find Tom's directory of trusted home show pros anytime for any project at homeshowradio.com. Now, more Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. Two eight one eight three three thirty three thirty three. Call me and we will talk. Let's talk to Sharon. Sharon, you're on Home Show Radio. Hi, Tom. Hi. Uh, I have a question about exhausting an over-the-range vent hood. Okay. Is that better to exhaust it through the roof or run the exhaust um, tubing across the attic floor out to the side of the house, which would go through the hardy board? This is going to be a new install. If I was going to do it, I'd do it out the wall. Uh, okay. I don't like putting penetrations in the roof. That's a, pr- a I don't personal either. <laughs> thing of mine. Uh, even in my uh, uh, personal home, I have it go up and then right above the cabinets, it makes a 90 degree and goes right out through the brick. And I actually have a metal, uh, uh, you know, cover on the outside there with the brick that opens up when I turn it on. So uh, the shorter, the better. And I hate penetrating a roof. Uh, I just don't like it. Right, right. Now, do they bring in a lot of noise from the outside of the home, like loud traffic, uh, no, you know, people shooting I, I, I wouldn't fireworks. say Is there's that... a, I don't think there's a noise issue with them. They're not that big. Okay. They're, it's a smaller pipe. It's, I think it's, I want to say mine's a six inch. I mean, they could be right. eight at the tops, but I think, I think a six inch pipe's pretty common. And so okay. I, I can't see it being a noise problem, especially if you're making a turn and going uh, across. 
I don't think that would be uh, at a, any problem you would have. That would not would that would not be one of them. All right. Very good. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It was a good question uh, because there are too many penetrations in a roof as it is, and and. When you look at a roof problem, everybody says, oh, how long is my shingles going to last? Well, they usually last a long time. It's flashing details. It's uh, the hi-hats. It's the lead jacks, because I have lead jacks on mine, because they're better than the, the polyethylene or whatever they are, the polypropala things. Anyway, uh, that go around your plumbing. Your plumbing all has to have vent stacks going to the outside for obvious reasons. They have to go through different areas. And so all of those are the areas that fail first. And then after that, and then you have your roof ventilators. Uh, so there's a lot of problems with, with, with uh, that. And a lot of people want to put it to the back of the house. So they're, it's going all through the attic. And uh, if you can go out a wall, a wall I think is a lot easier to do for dryers, for vent hoods, for uh, uh, exhaust, for cooking. I think if you can go out a wall, it, it would be better. And, and it looks fine. If, if you detail it right, whether it's brick or siding or whatever the case may be. And on, you can even paint those uh, those uh, metal covers if you want to match. And so you should you should be fine with that. All right, call me, 281-833-3333, and we will talk today about your home improvements. One of the home improvements people want to make is add a building to their property. Mueller Steel Buildings. It's the only way to go. There are more Mueller Steel Buildings in this state because they've been in business almost 100 years. And they all, it was Texas. I mean, Texas is the home of land and extra buildings. And people who are, uh, they like to do things. They stay busy. A lot of you have shops and you, or you have livestock or you have all these different extracurricular activities that require a building. And here we can actually have them. Some people, when you live in the city, you got these new cities now, it's called the 15 minute city. They're building one, in, I think in Saudi Arabia right now where people live in like little, little animals in cages and everything. They're not allowed to go past a certain point without permission. And everything is within 15 minutes of walking distance, whether you need to go to the store, whether you need to go to the laundromat, whatever the case may be. And, who wants to live like that? They say it's better. Well, they're controlling us like animals. And, and I think that's horrible. But it is actually a trend they're trying to get across in the field of architecture. Now, as far as designing it, it's easy to design. You build these really weird cities. But to get people to live like that, we're not meant to live like that. We're meant to go outside and, I don't know, do something. Throw a rock. <laughs> it just depends what you throw a rock at. But just do something. And so in Texas, we're able to do that. And I think it's going to stay that way. And that's why uh, Texas is my home. I could have picked anywhere. I picked Texas and I picked Houston for good reasons. So I can throw a rock when I want to. Not necessarily at you. you just throw one. Sometimes it's just fun to throw one. Yeah, I'd skip one in a pond. But a Mueller steel building can make that happen. Now, what will my building be? For my stuff like tools, doing projects, old cars. I, I like doing that. It keeps me busy, as my father would say keeps me away from the bars and the honeys well that's what i would do and that's what if when i get a chance i will i'd still work and travels too much so i don't have time but uh i have my own uh, leisure activities that keeps me away from those things and what you would like to do is get that building get it from mueller steel buildings mueller steel buildings you can design the building right there on their website they have 33 sales and service locations maybe a few more now 
all around the state of Texas and in surrounding states, too. They are starting to uh, expand. They're also American-made and made to last. And they've always been that way for almost 100 years. So you get nothing but a real positive company that can help you. If you have a problem, their sales and service locations, they can service you. And if, if you're in the roofing business or if you want a steel roof, it's the best place to go. They'll put the whole package together for you. And one thing about metal roofing, a lot of guys just buy a bunch of rolls of metal and start cutting it, which is fine but is a lot of waste. So there's a lot of expense. They'll get the package all set up for you to keep the waste at a minimum. Cause that's one of the reasons it makes that makes metal roofing so expensive is all the, all the waste that happens with all the cutting, especially if you have a complicated roof line. So you have that advantage too. And you can start right online at homeshowradio.com and go to Mueller steel buildings, a website and take a look at it and start designing your building. Even if you're just having some fun, it doesn't matter if it's a small one or a big barn dominium, or whatever you want to do in it, that's up to you. Uh, but they'll put it together for you. And there's four locations around town. If you're real serious and you end up having some one-on-one with them, there's, they're located in Conroe, Rosenberg, Bryan College Station. And if you're heading towards Louisiana, all the way out towards Orange. Hot child in the city. Now back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. Hot child in the city. And we continue on with callers. 281-833-3333 is the number to call and get in on the show. That's 281-833-3333. Let's talk to Marv. Marv, you're on Home Show Radio. Hello, Tom. Thanks Hello, for Marv. being there. Yes, sir. I got a question. I don't know if the solution is to try to repair it or get a whole bunch of broom handles. It's on a window. It's a two-piece sliding window. Upper pane is stationary the bottom slides so i'll describe what it looks like when the windows closed the bottom the bottom pane is down if you look at the top on the inside you see a pipe on each side with a screw at the top uh-huh. when you raise the window uh i think you should see nothing but instead on one side or both sides you see a spiral rod sticking right. up and it goes all the way to the bottom some of them are halfway up and i don't see how you attach those things without taking the paint out that's your sash spring on those aluminum windows and on the bottom that's a spiral rod it's kind of twisted as it goes down and on the bottom is a little t there's a little piece of metal that goes across it forming a t and at the very end of that there's a at the end of that rod there's a little hole in it I see that. I see that rod. You're correct. I see that rod yeah. at the bottom of the spiral, and it's a little short, maybe half inch. Looks like a little pin, uh, metal key, piece. Key, not a key. I mean, a keyway yep. almost, and uh-huh. it's perpendicular in that rod. Right, and then you have a little tiny hole at the very end. What's that? There, at the very end of that rod, there's a little tiny hole in it. Right. Okay. There's a tool you have to have. It goes in that hole, and it, you you prop the window up with a broom handle like you've been doing. And you start to spin that thing, and it starts to tension, and it'll go up inside of that, um, that what oh, you call okay. that little tube. And up in there, if you look up in there, you're going to find a little clip, and that little piece of metal that goes perpendicular pushes up into that clip. But you okay. have to have tension on it. Okay. And so you got to get your hand on that little tool. If I was your neighbor, I'd give you mine. i got one in my, my toolbox I haven't used in 100 years. But that's, how, that's a sash spring, and they can be repaired, but... Uh, you have to have that little tool, and you have to put tension on it, and you got to clip it into that little clip. So, 
so basically what you got to do is you've got to twist that thing as you're pushing it up. That's correct. And then it goes, if you look up inside that little tube in the bottom, you got to get your head down in there. You're going to see these little areas that you can clip that little piece of metal up into. Um, since I've got about every one of them looking that way, what's the use of repairing them if it's going to, if it's that fragile, it's going to come out again? If you can't repair them, then it's time for window replacement or broom handles. Okay, I'm just wondering why, you know, it's this way almost on every window. So I'm thinking, well, if I fix them, am I going to accomplish anything or is it going to... Uh, no, they might. They might. I lift the, lift the window the first time. Well, it's just over years of using it, they might have popped out. So sometimes if you tension them and pop them back in, they work fine. Okay, I'll give that uh, a try. I, I remember having set my first home, I had to do them every once in a while. That's why I got my hands on that little tool. <laughs> Uh, every once in a while, one would pop off. When one pops, if you keep using it, the second one will pop off, too, because it's holding the entire window up. Uh, so you ha it's a little maintenance thing, and once you do it, you, you realize how easy it is. But most people don't have that little tool and, and have the wherewithal to do it. Can you get those things at, like, a box store, those little tools? No, you can't. But you know what you could do? Maybe you could call a glass company and okay. see if they have those little tools. I, I don't even know what they're called. It's just like a little, like a little old tiny drill that has a little handle that you spin. Okay, good. Thanks. Appreciate it. Good luck. There is a company here in town, we discussed it yesterday, it just came to mind, called Dawson Supply that probably still sells those little twist tools. And if you want to get one of those, when you when you spin it, it just naturally goes up in there like a screw. And then if you pull it down a little bit and give it a couple extra spins and pop it in place, it gives a little extra tension. All right, let's... Uh, See here. Let's 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 get a break out of the way because we got some callers who are lining up on these phones, and we're gonna we're gonna crank them out. Rudy's Quality Painting is a company you call when you want to repaint your home. It's time to think about making it look good for the holidays. There we can go through the holiday thing, right? We got to get August out of the way because it's too hot. So we're gonna start thinking cooler weather. I'm always I'm always ahead of the game, you know. Kind of get y'all spirit us, kind of spurt on with a little, you know, a little. Uh, I don't know, extra oomph to get things going. Because sometimes it takes that seed to be planted a little early. And that is, hey, you're going to want to, the outside of your home, it's time for a paint job. Don't wait for all the rains to come, then you won't be able to do it. I know it's hot right now. If they get an early start, they there's a trick with painters. They paint in the shade. A little slower, but they paint in the shade. And, and that way the, the paint has time to cure. As far as that goes, I don't have to tell Rudy that. He's the professional. He'll tell me exactly how it's going to be done because he knows. He is an expert painter who has a full full cruise of people that have carpentry experience, sheetrock repair, and texture experience, that kind of thing. They can add crown mold, whether it's interior trim or they're rebuilding columns on the front of your home that are all rotted before they paint the house. They will do the turnkey job for you, whether it's an interior job which they would like to have if it's air conditioned. <laughs> That's always nice. Or an external job outside where they're just painting the outside of your home. But Rudy's Quality Painting is there for you. And this is a good time of year, believe it or not. I know school's starting, but get the projects out of the way because right around October, and you say, oh, October? That's a million years away. No, it's not. It's about 60 days if you want to. It's probably even closer than that. It is right there. And that's when the everybody's attitude is going to change. It's all going to be Halloween and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. So let's get these final projects done for the year because once you get close to, to, to November, people just start shutting down with their home improvements. They're ready to get into just the winter time and whatever that brings. 
Uh, I don't know why, quite frankly, but it's just the way it is. Things slow down. So take take advantage of it now. Get those projects done. And if one of them is a painting project around your home, call Rudy's Quality Painting. You can find Rudy and all of our certified home show pros at homeshowradio.com. And because... I know this number so well. It's 281-227-6100. I don't even have to look it up. That's how many times I've called Rudy. I'll never forget that number because when a job needs to be done around my house, or like my mother used to say, I only want Rudy. I got to keep throwing that out there at you because she was very particular and she wanted Rudy's people to do it. Call Rudy's Quality Painting. Now, back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. 281-833-3333. That's 281-833-3333. Let's talk to Sam. Sam, you're on Home Show Radio. Hey, Tom. Yes, sir. I wanted to wish you a happy VJ day tomorrow. Oh, thank you. And a happy birthday. Thank you. That's true. Uh, it was a very uh, special day on both both counts. Well, uh, August the 14th, 1945, my father was on the island of Guam, and he turned 21 years old. 20 years Did he old. Did really? 21. Wow. And uh, it was a special day for him. <laughs> I bet it was for a whole bunch of people in the entire country. And you say VJ Day, nobody knows what you're talking about out there today. You realize you that. Japan. I know. I knew that. I knew what it is. Uh, but um, it's it's funny that if you asked uh, anybody 18 years old, they'd have no clue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you it's know, a, you look it up, and they, yeah. they say it's the 15th. And they also say it's uh, September the 2nd, which is the day that they officially. Well, that's the, the day it was signed. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, there's a lot of questions I should have asked my dad and didn't. Uh, you know, uh, World War II veterans weren't real, they weren't real chatty about what going on. No, and he probably wouldn't have answered it either. And I got the same thing with my father with Vietnam. Uh, there's a lot of sto- stories he never told me. Uh, yeah. And we just let it go at that. He didn't want to. So I totally, well, listen, I, I totally understand. Listen, God bless and happy birthday tomorrow. And uh, I've been listening to you ever since you've been in town. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's why I've made Houston my home. You guys adopted me. I, I can't say enough about it, except uh, I really appreciate it and all the people that have been a, a good supporter of watching me grow up. I was 28 years old when I started doing this show. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what it would be. Yeah, it's a homeroom questions. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Uh, they paid me $300 a week, and I'd come in for a couple hours and uh, get just totally lost, and then I'd go home and go, shh. Well, I can't quit. I have a car payment. I use that for to buy a car. I bought, bought my wife at the time a Cadillac with that $300 a week. My car payment was $272 a month. When I, when I came to Houston in 1986, 80, yeah, 86, it was August of 86, uh, I, I got here with a, uh, a, uh, a car, a Blazer, a 1985 Blazer. I owed some money on. My father helped me buy it. And a U-Haul full of furniture that even a homeless person wouldn't want. And probably about 150 bucks in my pocket, and a job from Houston Community College with a gentleman by the name of Monroe C. Neff, who came out to Florida and said, "Hey, come out here and run the owner builder center for us." 
and a possibility of making $32,000 a year, which was the biggest money I thought I'd ever seen in my entire life. And that's how I came here. And I've been here ever since. I had friends that told me, and I told the story yesterday. I have no callers holding, so you get stuck with this little quick call, uh, story right now. And then we're going to, hopefully you guys will call me at 281-833-3333 and let me do my job and answer your questions. But he said, listen, I lived in Houston. It's a great place to make money. It's a horrible place to live. Get in there, make your money, and get out of Houston as soon as you can. That was the advice that was given to me by a gentleman who went back to Miami. I said, okay, you know, I'll see what happens. I kept an open mind. Came out here, and uh, I don't want to leave. I liked it. <laughs> yes, it, and I had a good career here. I still do uh, in Texas in general because I'm all over the state. But no, I'm sorry. I just, just get out and leave as soon as you can part. I didn't like it. was big. But Miami, tra- he said, well, traffic there is terrible. Have you been to Miami? <laughs> you can't get anywhere. And it's smaller, and it still can't get anywhere. So, no. You've been to other cities? Yeah, traffic is traffic, man. Even in Brownsville, where I'm working now uh, part of the time, uh, traffic might not be as long, but it's just as bad. It's just nobody knows how to drive. Nobody knows what a turn signal is. It's just the way it is no matter where you go. So, anyway, thank you, Houston. Uh, call me, 281-833-3333. We literally have all open lines right now, so if you call right now, you will not have to wait at all. In fact, I'm going to take this opportunity, and I'm early on the clock to get a, a break set out of the way. So if you do get a call in, we're going to have plenty of time for you. Do West Foundation Repair, another story for you from my beginnings. Have been with this show since 1988. When I first started doing this show, I was going to be holier than thou. And I said, I don't want to do ads. I'm too pure for that. They said, okay, well, they said, well, we'll figure, we'll just try tining out. Well, the show started to work and they said, you know, you're going to have to have advertisers. I said, well, that's fine. You guys find them. I don't want anything to do with it. Well, no, it doesn't quite work that way. If the show doesn't pay for itself, we don't care if you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. We can't put you on the air. It's got to make money for the station. And so I learned my lesson from a guy named Bill Zack. He said, it's one for the money and two for the show. And it took me about two years to figure out what he was saying is it's the money goes to you, but it takes two people to make that money. And that means an advertiser. And I didn't know what to do. So I knew the Dutton family, very short time. And I called them and I said, would you guys, I know what you're doing with the foundation repair industry. And they were doing outstanding stuff. Just impressive with Gene Wilcox and a bunch of other people. So we're going down memory, memory lane here. And I called him, and Elmer was, he's the dad. He's still around and still doing well. And he, uh, I asked, can I could speak to him? And he almost didn't take my call. And he, he went ahead and took it. And I said, would you guys in, be interested in just buying some spots on my show so I can stay on the air? And we had had conversations before. And apparently they said, yeah, we'll try it. And he thought, oh, I'll just try a little bit and see what happens. Well, here we are in 2023. This was 1987 when I called them, 1988, right in there. And uh, I couldn't tell you the date. I started 87 in October, and uh, probably 88. And they've been with me ever since. And the Dutton family, I've watched them grow. Kenny came back from uh, Desert Storm. Kenny is, is the brother of Jim. They both run it now. I said Jim on TV the other night selling uh, Due West Foundation Repair, and he did a great job with his cowboy hat and his Texas style. And, uh, of course, they're from Pasadena. What do you want? And, in fact, they turned me on and introduced me to Pasadena. But they're really a good family, and they came up with the pile-driven system known as the ultra-pile system. So, and the tunneling procedure. And if you knew the history there, I don't have time to tell you. With Elmer, he used to do tunnels up in, I think, Michigan. 
And he was a tunneling expert, and he came down here and said, why don't we just tunnel under and start fixing foundations without tearing up the slabs? He invented it. Inventor. I like that. I like people think out of the box. And that's what the Dutton family is all about. So there's my story. I used their minute that they paid for to tell you about it, probably a little more than a minute. But if you want the best foundation repair that you can get, but most importantly, people who are really honest, and their message right now to you is preventative maintenance because of this dry weather, Call Due West Foundation Repair, 713-473-7156. Because, quite frankly, when you get found, uh, Due West Foundation Repair, you get the Dutton family. And when you want the best, call Due West. Now, back to Home Show Radio with Tom Simon. Uh, let's get to the calls. Let's talk to Jay. Jay, you're on Home Show Radio. Morning, Hello, Jay. Doing, sir? I'm doing good. Question I have for you is the mixture of mineral spirits to linseed oil to put on an antique furniture and also the the uh, steel wool you said to use. Oh, my goodness. This takes me back to uh, Charlotte's Place, a used furniture store I worked at when I was 14, 15 years old. This is where I learned it, and it works great. I still use it today. Two parts mineral spirits. Mix it in a jar that you have a, a, a top to, so if you have some extra, you can close it up and keep it. Two parts mineral spirits, one part boiled linseed oil. You do not boil it. You buy it that way. It's just purified. And you use four zero steel wool. Try not to spread it with a rag because it tends to instantaneously combust if you leave it around and the conditions are right. Uh, but you can wipe yeah. it down, and then I'll tell you about that in a second. But if you put the, the steel wool in there and rub it on the wood, it'll clean it, it'll oil it, it'll hide the scratches, and it's great on antiques and anything that's wood uh, that's been st- got a stain finish on there. It'll clean it up really nice. Once you're done with it, if it's kind of thick, you can always add a little mineral spirits in there. Uh, just to thin it down because it kind of dissipates and starts to thicken up. So as you use it, don't be afraid to add a little bit. And if there's some residue left over, wipe it down with a rag really clean. Put a little elbow grease on there. But take that rag, soak it in water, put it in a Ziploc bag, and throw it away. You'll be fine. Yeah, I know about the about it igniting. I've experienced that. So I, oh, well, did you really? Oh, goodness. I've had a few yeah, calls. I always have to throw that in. They said, Tom, just to cover yeah. your, your yourself, put yeah. that in there. Uh-huh. It'll get real hot, and then all of a sudden you'll be like, what? <laughs> yeah, it just kind of smolders. It's weird, but it's a chemical reaction. I had a fireman tell me that once, so I learned that way. Now, you can't you can't do that on any exterior. Just basically, I mean, put the linseed oil and that, that mixture on the on outside, just basically something that's inside. You correct? can do it on the outside. The problem is that it'll, it doesn't uh, – the, the, uh, the humidity and everything gets to it, and it dries up. You have to do it all the time. So there's other things you probably should do on the outside if it's exposed to the weather. It works great on the inside, and and I learned it in antique store because one of the things about antiques, if you refinish them, you ruin the the value of them. So by renewing the old finish, you increase or or uh, continue to keep the value that it has, and that's where it came from for us uh, at that store I worked at. One last quick question: um, the steel wool you should be able to get at a box store, correct? Oh, yeah, that's four zero. It's just really fine. You can use it. I tell you what's it's great. It's also I use it on my cars for any kind of chrome that you get a little bit of little rust spots. Uh-huh. You can that steel wool is so fine. If you just take a little WD-40 and that steel wool and you go over any kind of 
chrome uh, uh, metal that is is got those little tiny rust bubbles. It takes it off and shines the chrome right up. You can do it on barbecue grills and bumpers, things like that. So that four aught steel wool is used a lot in the painting department. So you'll see it on the painting uh, uh, aisles. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. That was fun. That takes me back to back in the days of me riding my little Suzuki 185 to work every day. And I got paid $2 an hour. And I was the best mule they had when it came to moving furniture. And I did all those little things for them. And it was my after school job. 281-833-3333. Let's talk to Lee next. Lee, you're on Home Show Radio. Hi, good morning. I've got a door going from my garage to the backyard. Uh-huh. It's a two, two foot by two foot concrete pad. And uh, I just found, uh, well, a while ago, found that the bottom two feet of the door jam are rotted. I can put my pocket knife in about an inch easily. Um, I think I can fix it, uh, but how do I prevent that from happening again? I, t- I took one the left side of the rotted part out. It was hollow behind it, and I was kind of surprised to see that. Well, uh, to prevent it, it, the only reason it's happening is because it's wet. So it must be getting wet. Uh, if, well, you, if you just are you going to get a door jam and just put a little chunk in there and just fill the fill it? I've done that many 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 times. Is that what your plan is? Uh, would a gutter help over the pad? I, I don't know. You'll have to tell me. I'm not there to see your water. But if if it's getting wet and it'll it, what happens is that's the end grain down at the bottom of those jams. One thing you can do is not take it all the way to the concrete, set it up about a half an inch. That always is helpful. If you don't, if the detail is working for you, I'm good with that. Uh, the other thing uh-huh. is if, if you're just replacing that bottom section that's below the hinge and it's only like a foot or a foot and whatever you're replacing, paint the whole thing first, then put it on and paint that bottom, yeah. seal that bottom uh, edge because that's where it starts to rot up on the inside. It'll it'll soak up that wood on the end grains and just take it up inside that door jam. I don't know how many times I used to do that for my grandmother. She had an old garage door out of her garage, and I used to cut that piece out and replace it with a with the door jam and do exactly that. And finally, once I raised it up and started sealing the bottom, I had to quit doing it, and she was very made her very happy. Well, you're absolutely right because when I cut it off with a, a saw, and um... Looked looked all over. The backside wasn't painted, and the bottom of that yeah, section. Yeah, and they don't. They slap the whole door unit in real fast. Okay, all right. It's just that's right, that's well, the kind of detail work you can do that most guys on the job just aren't going to bother doing. That sounds like a simple fix. I like those. Yeah, you know what? You don't even have to buy any paint. If you've got an old can of paint in the garage, Soak the bottom of it just the half inch within it and just let it dry. And then when you paint it on the outside just for looks, you won't notice it. But it's just sure, anything that will soak up in those grains and stay there because it doesn't really, you know, it get exposed to sunlight or anything. It just needs to be there to keep the water from going in. Right, right. Uh, I like these simple fixes. So thanks very much and uh, <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, 281-833-3333. Larry, stay with us real quick. Uh, I got to get this set out of the way and then you'll be the next one up. Cutting Edge Tile Removal is a company that I am really impressed with. Cutting Edge Tile Removal, I don't easily get impressed. I mean, I, I yeah, these guys impress me. But the reason I am with this is because they went and bought a proprietary system to remove tile dustless. 
Sounds easy enough, right? You get a machine. It's all been designed for you. You get the area of, of the country. You get to buy it. You get to sell the service. You go in. Uh, this machine takes out Satio tile, and, and it takes out, uh, oh, slate and porcelain tile and regular tile and takes it all out, the thin set, the grout. It's a mess. You ever just do that? I've done everything, and I've not necessarily done it well. Last night, I spent the whole night in the attic hanging a fan over a uh, air conditioner to keep it from sweating. It's a story I don't know if I'll use today, but it's working. Uh, it was recommended by an air conditioning friend of mine. I had a terrible sweating problem and spent the whole evening in the attic doing weird stuff. Okay, my wife was impressed. She's got this big fan hanging from the rafters now. Uh, but I do these things, and I have taken out tile, and it is just a mess. To do it dustless, oh, man, it's a breath of fresh air, to say the least. So they started with that. But this is what has impressed me. They said, well, we have people that have glued down wood floors. We have people that have a commercial epoxy down on the concrete. And you have to get it out if you want to do a really good epoxy finish back on it. You will need to get the old stuff out. And so they started designing more equipment that would do all of this stuff dust-free. And then they decided to go nationwide, right? And it's just impressive the way they took this one little machine and bought it to provide a service and created this company that nobody else can touch when it comes to the quality. And I'm proud to say they started in the Houston area on this show. And they're still here with us today, which makes me even prouder to say that that's what we do here at Home Show Radio. We help people grow their businesses. And if it's a good business, uh, I got a bunch of examples, but this is one, then, you know, this is the place to be. But cutting edge tile removal is now quite the, the company. And you here in Houston can have it done at your home, all of their processes, and you can have everything done dust-free. And dust-free is a beautiful thing. Getting all that dust throughout the house is just a mess that you can never, ever 100% clean up. So you're going to remove tile? Great. You're going to remove old glued-down wood floors or some kind of floor covering, like the vinyls and stuff? No problem. Epoxy paints? No problem. They can remove it all dust-free and leave you the perfect surface for your new floor covering, even if it's just a new epoxy finish. That's cutting-edge tile removal. Go to homeshowradio.com, and you'll be as impressed as I am. You won't be able to see the, everything I've seen because we only have so much on there, but there's videos and stuff about what they do. And there are some proprietary secrets we can't put on our website that I don't even know about. Not that I even want to. I'm just impressed with the result because the result is for my listeners, and my listeners are you. Go to homeshowradio.com and find out more about cutting-edge tile removal. You work hard for your money. Choose professionals who do the same. Choose experts who've earned Tom's trust. Certified Home Show Pros. Door Clearance Center. Any door, any size. If it hangs on a hinge, you'll find it for less at the Door Clearance Center. Ideal Roofing. Installing quality material with quality workmanship. Circle Saw. The tools you need from professionals who know them best. Find Tom's directory of trusted home show pros anytime for any project at homeshowradio.com. Now, more Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. And that means more calls to go to, and we're going to talk to Larry. Larry, you're on Home Show Radio. Yeah, Tom, uh, I talked to you yesterday on an AC issue on my uh, thermostat. It's not holding uh, the, the temperature. 
it's rising, and you recommend to put all have four thermostats. Oh, the four thermostats. And, yeah, uh, I remember the call. Uh huh. Hi, Larry. Yeah, and uh, hi, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you, sir. Uh, but uh, it didn't. Uh, you recommended putting all four on the same temperature, and I turned it to uh, seventy-four, and uh, still the house is at eighty-two. Really hadn't cooled down any. Okay. Outside well, and then the next step is to get, get somebody check it. Yeah. Yeah, AirTech maybe. AirTech. Oh, absolutely. Have them come out and check it because <clears throat> you're not the only one running into this, Larry. Everybody is having problems oh. now. Uh, I talked to a couple of my friends and with different companies in different parts of the state yesterday, and it's happening everywhere. Everybody's air conditioning systems are having a heck of a time, and. I even had to work on mine last night here at, down at the, at the ocean because of the sweating problem. Uh, it, it's, it's just the nature of the beast. But yeah. rule out anything simple to fix before. Uh, I hope they don't tell you it's just too small, uh, and it might be, because that's a classic now, sign of it. Since you but mentioned let's, that, I yes. checked with my neighbor, and last year that's what happened to them. Yeah. Uh, I told them my scenario, and they said that's what happened to them, and they had to replace that say uh, theirs was too small. Okay, but you don't have to replace it. Let's say it turns out to be too small, and it's okay. not just a refrigeration thing. If it's a refrigeration thing, and you pay, you know, three four hundred bucks, get the whole thing tuned up, it's doing great. You're fine. Uh, and and that reason I say it might not be too small is because you're on those zones, so maybe uh, uh, it's it's not the problem. But if it is. And it only happens at this very extreme heat that we're having. Instead of uh, putting in a whole new system, which could cost you, in your sense, I'd probably figure forty thousand dollars, thirty to forty, with all those zones you have. Uh, you can yeah. add what's known as a ductless split system in one one or two parts of the house. Uh, and I had this conversation exactly like this yesterday. They're doing this in a lot of homes right now where it's a separate system that you only use during really hot times because the rest of the year your system is okay. What's it called again? It's a ductless split. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of different manufacturers, and what it is is you hang a little bit. Of, it's a little uh, head that hangs in the room somewhere in your house. You can have two or three or four heads if you want in different parts of your house and one small condenser outside. And it runs off a remote control. You can get like a one to two ton, probably a two ton unit or bigger. Uh, and if you need that extra tonnage or so during certain times of the year, you don't have to replace that big old unit that works 80% of the year just fine for you. All you need to do is turn this on with it, and it'll give it a little more capacity, and your house will be comfortable. Now, last year it happened, but just for a couple of days. Yeah, well, this year is more than a couple of days. We had 100-degree weather in June. Right. (laughs) This has been something else. So that's why people are getting these calls so much. of the system uh, every year, if it gets uh, really hot during even a short period of time, it'll go down and and make it just It just cannot cannot bring the temperature down. It is just too much heat, too much load on it. And that's why, uh, you know, people find out their air conditioners are too small and and that's a big beef I have in the industry about these load calculations they do. I don't think they're aggressive enough because I don't believe people should have to suffer when it's 103, 104 degrees, uh, you know, six, seven, eight hours a day. Uh, I think we should prepare for that. And I think it's easily prepared up front and it's cheaper up front than down the line. But at this point, uh, there's, you're going to have to react to it. 
And if you really want to fix it, take a look at the duck list before you go and and you'll see the numbers and you'll probably say, yeah, let's do that instead. I would do that if it was me. I don't have that problem, but if I did, that's exactly the route I would go. Uh, What type of system do you think this uh, 3,000 square foot outage, as I said, with the four thermostats? Okay, without, without, let's uh, say if I had a 3,000 square foot home. And I was going to size a unit for you. Do you have eight foot ceilings, ten foot ceilings? What do you have? Uh, ten foot. Okay, let's say ten foot ceilings. You got three thousand square feet. Is it a one story or two story? Uh, it's a sto- actually a story and a half. There's like okay. a loft. Okay, so it's opened up. So let's say it's a one story yeah. with a loft area. Uh, I would say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'd have seven to eight tons of cooling in that house, and I bet you don't have it. Yeah. And uh, AirTech can check and see what uh, what we have. Oh, yeah. It'll go on the serial numbers. They'll tell you the tonnage of the unit you have, how it's set up. Okay. But it sounds to me, as we talked, we've had two very good conversations. It's gonna You're going to find it's just too small. And a lot of people are right now. And so if you really want to fix it, talk to them, and, and I think they'll agree. And they'll tell you what a new system will cost, too. But I think just a supplemental system – uh, they've even done this at Mosier Media where the conference room was too hot. So they just put a little one in the conference room and boom, now the whole place is fine. Uh, and I would do it in my own home too because you have that loft area. Let's say you put a head up there with a loft area because that's where a big cubic uh, feet of air in that in that one part of your house. There's so much of it because it's probably a double story. That would be a, pl- a great place for one of those extra heads to give it that extra capacity and maybe another place in the house. I'm not sure how the layout of your house is, but... Yeah, uh, I think you're looking towards that. And you have two advantages that one is they're not under all the government regulations. Uh, so you don't have to buy all this extra stuff that people are having to buy. Now, if you have to buy a new system now for that house, it's going to be a fortune just just with the new regulations as of January 1st from the feds. Uh, it's probably going to cost you an extra. Oh, I don't know, maybe uh, five to seven thousand dollars in stuff that we probably never needed through the new Green Deal stuff. So this way you can get around that. And secondly, you don't use it all year. You only use it maybe uh, 12 weeks out of the year when you need it, but it's there. Do you have to turn it on and off, or does it automatically? Yeah, it has a remote control. And you actually set it, and it's on the wall. You don't have any unit in the attic. You don't have any ducts. Uh, you do have a condenser outside. And you just uh, you can put them in the ceiling or on the wall. They're, they're very, they're, they don't look terrible. They look, you can find a place for it. And it's a remote control. You just click it on, click the temperature, and it'll start cranking out an extra ton or two of cooling. And your other air conditioner is going to relax and be very happy about it. Well, the neighbor said in this area, she thought that uh, the builder put in several, you know, smaller units than the house should have had. I don't know about that, but, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure. It sounds like it's happened to me across the street. Yeah, and it, it's real common. A lot of builders do. Uh, because a builder is not someone with a background. A builder is a guy who right. manages money on these homes. And it's, that's what they do. And so they hire the air conditioning contractor. The air conditioning contractor sends them in a bid. They want, they want the bid, and they're going to bid it, and they're going to put the least amount of air conditioning they can to get by with their, their costs. And so he's going to say, okay, well, you say it works, it works, and they're going to put it in, and that's all they know. They don't know anything past tonnage and, and, and things like when we discuss stuff here. I'm a little bit different than most what would be called builders. Yeah, okay. All right, well, thanks for all, all the information. Then. We'll go forward going that way then. 
Yeah, call AirTech at Katie and just get a get an uh, tell them you you having this issue. You talk to me and get an idea from them. And if if you're not comfortable with it, call me back and I'll help okay. work you through it and tell you what to tell them and and we'll go from there. Okay. Thanks again, Tom. All right, brother. Thank you. Uh, it's just the way I answer these calls. I'm answered as if it was it was my own house. And sometimes I put my foot down with my people. Say, listen, I don't want to do that. Let's try this. I want to do it. This. Well, I don't know. You know, we should just put a new unit. You get a new warranty. You get this. You get that. I got all that. You don't have to sell me that stuff. I know that the public wants here. And some people just re- feel better buying another 10-year warranty, and they think they'll never pay for it again. And and they cut, pay an extra $30,000. When I know I could fix mine for $10,000, I'd rest soon pay 10000 not 30000 for a warranty that I probably will never use. I have never... In my whole life, and it's not because I'm Tom Tynan, I have never called a warranty issue in with an air conditioner. Do you realize that? Never. I've called one warranty in. It was just lucky because it came with a 10-year warranty, and that was my water softener with Aquatex. And it was two months before the water softener went out, and it's just I needed a new brine tank. And Debbie over there said, you know you have two months left? How about that? And I called one in the other day on a battery. When I, when I say I call it in, I took my battery down from my Bronco. It is dead from this heat. And she said, well, you can still have $60 of warranty proration money. I said, well, put it on there. I mean, that's it. And people buy warranties all the time. I've never used one. If you take care of something, you never use it. All right, James Hardy Siding has a fantastic warranty. I don't know if anybody's ever called in James Hardy and said, hey, your siding all failed on my house. I need my warranty. I guess you could, but the warranties are written for people who never use them. When they they know something will last so long, they're going to write a warranty on it. Now, there'll be maybe one or two, but it's so rare that you'd ever do it. Uh, but James Hardy Siding has uh, is a fantastic product. It does not burn. Can you imagine having a siding that, just to give you an example, and this is really pushing the envelope. In Maui, they just had that terrible fire. Homes, all those wooden homes were burning like crazy. When one starts, the embers hit another one and another one. It's just impossible to stop the spread of those fires. Uh, but with Hardy Siding, can you imagine if the whole house burned down night? that the hardy siding would still be laying there in a pile in its own original shape. It'll be all black with soot and everything, but it literally, it doesn't burn. You can put a propane torch to it. It will not burn. I know we did that in a home show once and we almost got thrown out. It was, we didn't realize we were breaking some kind of fire code. Uh, and that was in Dallas. So it's okay. What do you expect from people in Dallas? Uh, I'm saying that jokingly. Hardy siding is the best, but you need to get someone who knows how to put it on. That's when you go to homeshowhardypros.com and find the elite preferred certified Home Show Pro installers. That's homeshowhardypros.com. And Hardy Siding, you can visit their website, the same one the contractors use, at homeshowradio.com and find out all about the best siding that is on the market today. Measure equal parts of hydrophosphorus with an alkaline balancer. Gardening doesn't have to be dull or difficult. This is a call in and chat with we us. We believe gardening your- should be fun. Or just listen to us chat. <laughs> Welcome to Home Show Garden Pros. Making gardening fun again. Saturday morning, 7 till 9. I want to get my butterfly garden going you again. We answer. Other things that you could look Advice for and tips that put easy and fun into your lawn and landscaping. Getting a little crazy in here. Saturday mornings on Spring. Sports Radio 610 and online anytime at homeshowgardenpros.com. Home Show Radio will be right back.